Welcome to the Rick Epps Podcast, a podcast where we dip our caps into the blood of our listeners and ramble on about old school games. Today's episode is going to be talking about what we've done thus far in 2020 with regards to this podcast and what the plan is going to be for 2021. As well, we're going to talk about some random brain noodlings I have going on. As you know, no mortal can outrun a red cap. So just sit back, listen, and I hope you enjoy. You may have noticed that there was not an episode on Monday. And spoiler alert, there's probably not going to be one on Friday. In fact, the rest of the month of December is going to be a just noodle-filled bowl of randomness when it comes to when the releases will be happening. The reason for this is I'm going to be doing some traveling. Um, Of course, the holidays are taking place. Uh, I'm not going to have my normal recording set up while I'm traveling. So things are just going to be a little bit chaotic um, during the month of December. You will probably see me engaged a lot more on both the blog and on Twitter rather than here on the podcast, but I will try to put out a couple of episodes, assuming I can get the audio quality to sound okay. Not that this is the greatest ear candy in the world that you're listening to right now, but um, the equipment I have will be much less, so we'll see what we can do with it. Um, and yeah, so that's going to be what happens over the, the rest of this month, and I apologize again for not having an episode on Monday, and, and there won't be one on Friday either, but... Hopefully this one will suffice, uh, and then we will pick up um, as soon as we can back to our normal schedule. When we get to 2021, um, one thing I would like to do is do more interview shows. Um, I really enjoy doing them, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to them. I'd like to find, as well, someone to do a one-on-one RPG game with, possibly. So I'll put this out there that if you are a person who has an interest in coming onto the Redcaps podcast... Uh, or if you have suggestions on people that you would like to hear me talk to, um, or if you would be interested in playing a one-on-one RPG game, or possibly maybe expanding it to two-player characters uh, and one DM, but uh, right now I'm leaning more towards a one-on-one, then let me know. Um, There'll be, of course, all the information in the description of this podcast as well. I do a little recap at the end of how you get a hold of me, but reach out to me through one of those methods, and we'll see what we can do in 2021. As I mentioned, uh, things have been real busy around here recently, but I have still been soaking up RPG content and listening and watching stuff. And one thing that has become uh, an inspiration for me over the last little bit is a couple of things that Runehammer has done. Uh, Runehammer, if you don't know him, he's also known as Hankrin or Drunkards and Dragons. Um, he's the creator of the Index Card RPG. He's a fantastic artist, um, really nice line drawings, like amazing. Um, he has a hilarious, uh, comedic and positive vibe that he puts out in everything that he does. Um, just really good person in the RPG space. So if there is some way that you have not heard of him or discovered him before, definitely go check him out again. Links will be down in the description, but he had a, um, episode that he did on the Rolling Bones podcast. Again, I'll put it down in the description, but it's uh, another thing I can easily recommend, um, that he, uh, he did a podcast episode with them and they were, they talked about a wide range of things, but he brought up uh, a small topic near the end of that episode that he then went and created a YouTube video on and expanded on it. And it was all talking about how uh, he wanted to promote episodic D and D play and how he saw star Wars, the Mandalorian as a perfection uh, example of how a episodic show, or in this case, an episodic D and D game should be done uh, in terms of, you know, you come in, you, you don't focus on the, on the things that aren't exciting. Uh, you know, 
Mando shows up where he's going to be at, meets a couple NPCs, has an adventure, and then blasts off, and you pick up on the next session or next episode where he's again starting to do something exciting. Um, and it's it's done in a way that you can kind of pick up at any point in time and watch it and be entertained, but there is an overall story arc. Anyhow, he he goes on about it and describes how Mandalorian does it very well, and I agree. Uh, I've been enjoying the Mandalorian show. I hadn't actually put it in context of D&D until he mentioned it, but he is right. Uh, it would be a very cool way of doing a D&D session. So I, I've been thinking about that, uh, reflecting on, on what he had mentioned, and as I think about it and you go through how many different pacing and style options D&D has that you can present to a player. And the episodic style, uh, I think, is a really good way of keeping an excitement uh, level high, uh, letting progression happen maybe faster than it normally would. And I think if you're trying to get somebody who's never played um, a game of, of D&D or any other role-playing game into it, it's a good way to kind of give them the, the fast forward juice, you know, the really juicy stuff right up front, uh, rather than having them, you know, drag through a normal campaign where I might be perfectly happy leaving characters at level one for two or three sessions. Uh, this is much more fast paced and it's much more focused on getting the exact amount of story out of exact number of, of sessions. So, uh, like I would, pre I would assume that if you're going to do this, you would, schedule out a block of eight to 10 sessions or episodes, depending on how you want to call them. And that would be a campaign arc. And you could end it after that eight to 10 sessions and have a completed campaign if you wanted to. Or of course you would leave yourself that cliffhanger or that loose thread that you could start, you know, season two of your campaign, so to speak. Um, and when I think about how that would work, one thing that comes to mind is that you really have to put yourself in the mindset of a, like a TV story writer in terms of what the episodes are going to accomplish. Um, what things on the greater story arc do you want the players to complete in each of these sessions? And you can't just, you know, just play out as if it was, you can't make it like a movie that you then just arbitrarily cut up into eight parts. It has to be eight parts that then form together as a nice whole. Um, you can really tell when, especially in like the video game world where there's been a bunch of games that have come out in episodic manners. And you can definitely tell the difference between the games that were planned to be that way. And the other games where they had a complete game and they went, Oh, let's do this in episodic. And they just kind of like arbitrarily cut stuff out. Um, you don't want your D and D game to be like that. You want to have it planned out. Now you may have a bunch of people then turn around and yell at you saying that that's railroading and you're, you're taking away player choice. And I don't think that's the case. There is going to be some amount of railroading, but I don't think railroading is a four letter word that you have to feel ashamed about. Um, I think if you make it clear to the players up front that this is a going to be a, you know, an eight to 10 session story and there are, you're, you're doing it in this sort of a style, then there's an expectation that they will buy into, um, you know, playing out that day's adventure and trying to complete it and, and wrapping it up. Um, but I think it's important that you understand that going in and plan out each of your eight to 10 sessions and, and what's going to happen. Um, I think the part of the difficulty that comes in as well is, is making sure you, you pace it. So it's exciting at the end and exciting at the at, sorry, exciting at the beginning and at the end. So if you take any of these really great mini series that you watch the first five minutes and the last five minutes of every episode, there's always excitement. 
conflict, possibly a cliffhanger. Um, you know, there's, there's a great victory or, uh, a fear that something's going to be taken away. I, you really need to make sure that as a DM, you're doing the same thing. So, you know, starting in media res or ending on a cliffhanger or ending right before a big battle is about to begin. So you can pick it up at the beginning of the next one. There may be times in your eight to 10 episodes that you're going, that you have to end an, end a session early. So maybe you're scheduling three to five hours per session and things have gone really well, but you're getting up to the point where you want to end. You end that session early. You don't drag it longer. Um, and I think you really want to make sure that you are able to fit everything into a single session uh, so that you're not stretching an episode over two sessions or two or three sessions. Because if you do that, you start to slowly leave episodic and become a serial uh, campaign, which isn't bad. Serial campaigns are great. That's probably what most of us have always played. But if you're really trying to nail this, uh, I think you got to make sure you keep that nice and tight. So I think those things can be very difficult for a DM to do well. Um, but I think if you, if you focus on it, you can get those right. The other uh, thing that I think kind of goes hand in hand with that is time management in terms of knowing what your players can actually accomplish in a session. So, and for me personally, I think as a DM, this would be the hardest thing is knowing whether your players are the type of players that are going to encounter a rope bridge across a gap and instead of, and one group may sit there and stare at that and study it and debate about how they're going to go it and kill 30 minutes to 40 minutes discussing how they're going to get across this bridge. And the other group might just blast across, do a couple of checks and be done. So knowing what sort of uh, encounters or obstacles your players will spend time on and which ones they're going to just breeze through, you need to kind of have a good sense of that so that you can, again, plan out what your session is going to be. And the other thing I think you should probably change uh, if you don't already do this is I know whenever I DM, I often put the recap responsibilities on the players. So I usually at the beginning of a session, ask one of the players to recap the previous uh, session that we had done. And I do that for various reasons of making sure that they're engaged. And so also I can hear what they remember as, as what they found is important. But I think if you're doing episodic in the way that's been described anyway, that you want to make sure you're the one doing the recaps. Um, that's so you can do a, a TV style previously on uh, where you can highlight previous key moments that are actually related to what's going to be encountered in this session. So if you don't uh, already do your own recaps, uh, you'd want to do that and you'd want to tailor the recap to be, you know, bringing points from the past that are going to be actually um, talked about or used in this current episode. So those are some of the upsides and downsides. They've been bouncing through my head um, ever since I heard this come up. Um, and I've also been trying to think of other TV series outside of Mandalorian that I think would fit into this model really well. And one of the um, shows was Deep Space Nine. Uh, another one was Highlander. Um, and I expect that during, while I'm in isolation, I may watch a bunch of episodes of both of these shows and start taking some notes about how I would pull things from them to put into a game. Um, if there's any other shows that you think would be really well suited for an episodic game, let me know. But um, I think Deep Space Nine and Highlander are the two that I'm, I'm most interested in at the moment.
Um, what else has been happening? So over Black Friday, I picked up a copy of The Evils of Ilmire, uh, which is a interesting little hex crawl. I've only given it a, a, a quick glance. I haven't gone through it fully yet. But my very first impression as I was running it, or running it, as I was reading through it um, quickly, was that I think it could pair really well with a, a campaign that's running Barrow Maze. I think you could swap out uh, the Bog Town from Barrow Maze and replace it with Ilmire. And it would allow you to have the best of kind of both worlds. You'd have a, a really big mega dungeon campaign that you could run if you want to do some dungeon crawling, um, as well as a neat little hex crawl um, from Ilmire um, and have them relatively close together. I think the the worlds with a little bit of massaging could, could uh, really pair well and you wouldn't have to do a whole lot of modifications. And um, yeah, so... I have to do some more reading on, on, uh, the evils of Ilmire, um, go, go through the rest of the product. I've only looked at it briefly, uh, and I'll probably talk about it more when I do, but, uh, right now my first impression is I think it would match up pretty well with Barrow Maze. Um, and Barrow Maze, by the way, if you've not seen it, it's amazing. It's, uh, that's one of my huge, I need to get back into running a campaign of Barrow Maze cause it's just really cool. And... I think that's all the noodlings I have. I wanted to take a moment and say thank you to everybody who's been listening to these episodes. Um, this started off as a way for me to just talk about role-playing games because um, my wife was tired of me talking to her about it. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I had no intention of having any sort of an audience. Um, many of you, many of you have been sending really good feedback through Twitter or email or voicemails, and I'm incredibly grateful about it. Um, I do want to try to tailor 2021 content, um, more to what you guys want to hear. So please do send back feedback of what you'd like to hear as well. If there was anything in these first 27 episodes or something that you really enjoyed more than other stuff, let me know. Um, you know, let me know what's worked and what hasn't worked for you. Um, and the last thing I'd like to mention here on today's episode is if you have a podcast of your own, if you do a YouTube channel, if you have a blog, if you're creating content, um, on drive through RPG or something, can you please go and drop me a voicemail and in the voicemail, just do a little quick pitch of what it is that you're doing. I'd like to do an episode here before the end of the year, assuming we can get enough people uh, contributing where I just play voicemails from people who are essentially pitching their stuff, but um, talking about something that they're passionate about and directing people to it. I think it'd be a really interesting episode. So if you have any, any creative items that you're working on, um, please do drop a voicemail. Um, I'd love to hear it. So folks, that wraps up this episode of the Red Caps podcast. I hope you enjoyed, you learned something, and you're eager to come back for more. Please subscribe in your podcasting app of choice. And if there is an option to leave a review, it would warm my cold little heart if you did. I'd love to hear from you. So again, head over to anchor.fm slash the Red Caps and leave me a voicemail or say hi on Twitter and or Facebook at the Red Caps Net. There is a Discord server if you'd like to jump in. That's where when we start playing games, it'll be there, but it's also just a great resource for OSR talk. All the information for that will be in the description of this episode. And yeah, again, thank you very much. Um, I'm apologizing for breaking the schedule that we've kept for so long, but I hope you understand. And remember, never let your cap dry out. Stay safe, have fun. We'll talk again soon. Take care.